people spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to The JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm gonna take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you, you feel you're talented in that. Pursue that, who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. What's up, everybody? Hey, Kalinowski here back at you on the JK Experience. James, I think I've screwed that introduction up a, a, a pretty good amount of times. I think sometimes I'm like Chase the Lion. Sometimes it's like some other podcast. But we got it right this time. I think you did. I yeah. think you did. Now, here's the thing. I, I think it's going to evolve. It'll continue to evolve. Yeah. And, you know, tomorrow it may be Smurf talk. <laughs> so, oh, man, let's hope not. Uh, yeah, I'm sure that people are getting confused. Like, what is Chase your lion? I have no idea. Hey, you're going to have to read the book, man. Read the you book. It's yeah. not in print yet, but it's coming out, man. All right. Hey, uh, well, how's your week, dude? Good I'll tell you what. It, it's, it's good to be here. It really is. We've had uh, just crazy times in the real estate world, crazy times in just the office, right? I mean, yeah. there, there is so much going on. People are... Uh, people are busy, people are rocking and rolling, and it's just, it's busy. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that you had crazy times in the chicken raising. I'll tell you, we're, we're on the downhill slide now. We're, we're butchering this weekend. Uh-huh. So that's, yeah, that's always a nice day. Awesome, man. Well, I'll tell you what, I am having a great week. I've got all my energy back. Um, many people don't know, but I had this surgery on my nose to remove some skin cancer. And uh, I tell you what, man, I, I was freaking out, dude. I was really freaking out for a while. You knew all this. We did a podcast on this. But uh, I got the bandage off. I've got the glue that they put on top of it off. And I'm like, I am in awe of how amazing Dr. Allen did. And the, the, the lack of scarring. Um, I got a little redness still on there. For those that are watching on YouTube, you can kind of see that a little bit. But dude, I'm like, this literally happened a week ago. On Monday, he did this procedure, about a one-inch uh, incision, and you can't even tell an incision was in there in one week, dude. So impressive. It looks good. It really does. I mean, it's it, you know, it looks like you you know had a, a fall or something. It's it's not horrible at all. I look good. Is that genocide? You know, I I don't know if I'd go that far. I mean, okay. you know, it's it's true. You're the, the second second prettiest guy I know. Oh, good. I'd hate to ask you the first time. But You're I think welcome. I know the answer to that one. All right. Hey, uh, okay. So today I really want to dive into this topic here. Um, had an opportunity to really talk to some great leaders uh, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, we might have mentioned it a little bit on one of our former podcasts, but I really want to go deep into this uh, when it comes to personal integrity commitments. I'm going to say that again personal integrity commitments. And this is something that I, you know, I really didn't have the words in that format. This is something that uh, um, I've learned uh, within the last couple months, but it's something that obviously I, I knew that was a, it was something that I had to, to um, put in my life in order for me to succeed to the levels that I wanted to achieve, right? And uh, as I was talking to these other influencers, other leaders, you know, when you, when you phrase it of personal integrity, when, it, when you phrase it in like, well, how do you make a commitment out of that? It's interesting to see how um, the, the different levels of what they feel is like their first personal commitment. Most of the time, especially as a leader, as an entrepreneur or somebody that's in charge, you always are typically putting the company first. 
right? That's, I mean, and, and that's how people get burned out first and foremost, right? You You're putting the company first uh, because of the obligations you feel like you have to that company. The second thing is they have a personal integrity commitment to their family, right? And family's typically always coming second. And then the last but not least is themselves. And usually what ends up happening is by the time they get to themselves, they're burned. Like they have no energy. They are not prepared to go and do the things that are going to energize them. They're going to fill their cups in order for them to go back and be that person they need to be in their, in their business and their company, and then go down the pipe to the family and to uh, the personal life. Thoughts? Uh, I couldn't agree more. The, you know, we're, we always, we always tend to put ourselves last as, as leaders, as, as business owners, we tend to just think of ourselves last. And what happens is you're right. We get burned out, but when we get burned out, next thing, you know, we're, we're feeling crummy. Our immune system starts to get suppressed and now, now we're sick. Now we cannot show up. Right. So you've got to be doing those things that are, that are constantly, uh, for you. Right. You got to, got to keep looking out for yourself because if you don't, then yeah, you're going to burn out and you're going to feel horrible. Yeah. So I want to dive into this because I, I want to I simply ask this question to those out there that are experiencing this right now. Like what would it take? What would life look like if you became selfish and took care of your personal obligations first? And I know that's a hard concept for people to think about because, you know, first of all, we never want to be selfish. And we were like, well, gosh, if I, if I put myself first, um, people are just going to think I'm an arrogant a-hole, right? If I, if I put myself first, how's my family going to feel about that? How's my boss going to feel about that? Or how's my employees, how my employees going to feel about that? If I'm taking personal days or if I'm coming in, uh, late, I'm taking my lunch to go do X, Y, Z, right? My personal things. And I, people are scared to death to make that decision. So true. Isn't it not true? So I mean, like true. people are just not making those decisions on a daily basis. Yeah. How about, how about the, uh, the, the CEO or the, the, the business owner who is afraid to tell his employees he's taken a, a few days off for vacation, personal time, right? Right. Because he feels like they'll either, they'll, they'll judge him for it. They'll think that he's being selfish. Yeah. And so they just don't do it. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It's, it's a mindset. It really is. Yeah, it absolutely is. Well, and it's a, it's a mindset of fear. Mm-hmm. So first of all, we have to tackle the fear. We have to understand that you cannot let fear control or dictate the decisions that you're going to be making in your life. Right. So yeah. we got to get over that first and foremost. The other thing is that I really feel like you need to make a list of the top, let's say 10 things that you really need to do personally in order for you to feel, um, at your best. Right. And the reason why I say 10 is because th- that's the ultimate goal is to be able to do those 10 things. But more than likely, you're going to only be able to do two or three or four of them at the very beginning of this process. Because first of all, you don't have the time yet. You haven't allocated that time in your schedule. Secondly, is you're not prepared to make those commitments yet. You're not like mentally prepared. If you try to add 10 new things to your, um, to your plate, Oh yeah. You, you'll fail within the first week. And this is not about failure. This is really about making the small steps that are going to help you accomplish the big goals and live a life that you want to live. I want to expand on that really quick too. There's just like a kind of a moment, you know, I think oftentimes, and I know myself, I've gotten into this, this rut, um, about this life that I want to live. Um, you know, when this happens, I'm going to be this guy. When we have this, we're going to do this, 
right? This is what life will look like when we accomplish this. And I know, I'm going to tell you guys from personal experience, I've lived in that quote unquote scarcity of going, I can, I'm going to enjoy my life then when this happens. And the moment you realize that you can enjoy your life now, regardless of the things that you want to accomplish, uh, regardless of the things that are going to come eventually, if you can start taking the moments that you have right now and enjoying those moments and those times and be the person and experience the things that you want to now, like that's when you're going to find this happiness. This is going to find this level of like unbelievably great success in your life personally. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's that old saying, uh, you know, it's the, it's the journey, not the destination. Yeah. We get so hung up on the destination. And like you said, once you realize that you can enjoy the moment, enjoy the journey, it's everything gets easier and you, you enjoy it more. You, you, you look forward to the day to day, right? The, the quote unquote grind, Mm -hmm. you embrace that a little bit because you realize that that's what it's about. Right. Yeah, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. I, I, yeah, couldn't agree with you more. All right, so why do habits matter, all right? So as you are thinking about the things that are going to ma- uh, fill your cup, they're going to give you fulfillment in your day, I, I want you to think about, like, why are those habits so important? Um, and I'm going to give you some reasons why, personally, uh, that I've experienced in my life, is that I know that, like, when I am in my disciplines, and I talk about this all the time, when I am living in my disciplines, I am living to the true potential that I know that I'm capable of living in. So when I get up early and I have my morning routine, whatever that morning routine is, by the way, it changes all the time because my seasons change. Yep. You know, things in my life become a different priority. So I restructure my morning routine probably about four times a year because life happens. And we might be in a season of baseball. We might be in a season of school. We might be in a season of a season of preparation for an event or something going on. And I have to make those adjustments because if I don't, and I, I learned this uh, a long time ago is that if I don't make those adjustments, I am living to the expectations of other people and that sucks. Or I'm living to like what I read about somebody else in a book. I'm like, Oh, I want to be that guy. And that guy gets up at four 30 every morning. I learned, I can't, I can't do that. That's not who I am. Right. I could, that could be me for a quarter or that could be me for a half a year, but as life has adjusted and I need to make some adjustments, I have given myself the freedom to do that. You have a great morning routine. We talked on the last time a little bit about how you've made a little bit of adjustments in there, but like, what are you seeing in your, in, in your experience on your habits? Uh, I, I've been, I have become more disciplined in my habits since being here. And here's, here's why I was, I was one of those guys that fell into the trap of, man, I, f- I feel like I'm being selfish. If I take this time for me, I feel like I'm being really selfish and I'm not giving 100% to the company or to the business or to my clients, whatever. What I've realized, and I, w- I watch you do it day in and day out, and you're unapologetic about it. I have watched you break loose on conversations so that you can make your daily gym visit. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's that's something that is in your schedule. It's a thing. And you don't ever apologize. Hey, I'm really sorry. I've got to run to the gym. You're just, I mean, I've seen you look at your watch and go, hey, it's gym time. I got to go. Yeah. Right. And not that you're breaking away from really, you know, important business decisions, stuff right. like that, but it is a priority for you and you don't apologize. Yeah. So I have, I have watched that happen. And because you've set kind of set the bar there, I, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with leaving the office for lunch yeah. because 
that allows me to regroup. That allows me to kind of get my head together without somebody poking their head in the door going, hey, do you got a minute? While I'm still trying to process the last thing that I was dealing with. Yeah. You know, I think one of the the, the things that kind of opened my mind to the um, uh, why those routines are so important is um, I realize that successful people do on a daily basis what ordinary people do or average people do occasionally. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be average and I didn't want to be ordinary. And I, as I, as I was able to reflect on like what I was doing on a daily basis and how inconsistent that was, I had no other way of looking at myself than saying, dude, I'm just doing what average guys are doing then. But if I want to be extraordinary, if I want to be successful in these other areas of my life, I needed to be way more consistent with it. So it was a, like, it was a self-taught, self-learning experience with great people around me to hold me accountable to that. But then I also started to see the results too. Like I knew, like if I hit my gym time, Mm. I don't go have that cheeseburger. I don't go hop for lunch, right? I uh, get energized. I feel better. I have more energy and I'm ready to tackle the afternoon when I do that. If I miss that, which I did for many, for many years, you know, I just would be so inconsistent with that. I put another appointment in there that was so much more important. I was lackadaisical in the afternoon. I'd usually stop by a fast food restaurant on the way back from that appointment, pick something up and I was sluggish and then I just wasn't myself and I didn't have the energy. So I was able to see the difference in that. And that's what made me just click and say, boom, that's not going to be anymore. So my question to you, if you're listening when you're listening to this is like, what are the habits right now that you are doing occasionally and not consistently right now that are taking away from the person, the personal commitments that you need to make for yourself The other thing I would say is just going back to this idea is you have to be selfish. If you can be selfish with yourself and your integrity commitments that you know are important. And I think the the word that's really important is just the integrity, right? When you put integrity in front of these commitments that you want to make, you're not doing things such as, um, you know, a priority for me is to go hit happy hour every Wednesday or Friday. Right. I mean, that's a that's a personal thing, but it's not an integrity thing. An integrity thing is something that you're doing to better yourself in order for you to be better for others. So if you just put it into that context, then I think it's going to help you understand the things that you're making your yourself committed to in turn are helping you become the best self for you and then for everybody else that you're serving. Yeah, couldn't agree more. If you were if if you were doing things that are only for you, then that is selfishness, right? I mean, yeah. that, that doesn't matter how you slice it, it. That is just being selfish. But if you're doing things that ultimately uh, help others around you by taking that time out, then it's it's for the greater good. Yeah. And there's, I, I know you have a favorite Lee Iacocca quote that that uh, the speed of the leader and the speed of the pack, like, and I, you'll have to quote it because, but it's it. I think it's real relevant in that. Right? Yeah. With the speed of the leader goes the speed of the pack. Yeah. Is what it comes. And that's mm-hmm. ultimately what you're doing, right? You're 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 making the leader more efficient. Yeah. Therefore you're making the pack more efficient. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely. And what I've come to realize too in adding to that is that my life has been the sum total of all the commitments or all the distractions that I have allowed to be in my life. And as I reflect on that, I'm like, dude, like I know for a fact there are years that I lost 
because I wasn't proactive. I was reactive in the way that things were being handled. And if I would have just been proactive, I would have just been more intentional. If I had just continued to stay in those moments of integrity, I know that I would have different results um, now in my life, which I don't regret because that's part of growth. However, I've identified it now that I need to correct it and I'm making those decisions to be a different person. Yeah, some of my some of my greatest lessons were in failures. I mean, I failed at so many things, but I know I'm not going to do it again and I've grown from it and that is that's the biggest win there is growing from those failures. Yeah. Well, you and I came up with this quote, and I think it's a perfect opportunity to talk about that. But um, the quote that you and I were really working on for a while there was, is um, with the person you are to, if the person you were a year ago, be proud of the person you are today. And I would tell you right now, if you stay true to those, those integrity moments and promises that you put in your life, the person you were a year ago will be more than proud about the person that you've become over the last year. You got it. You got it. And that's the other thing that, that if, if I had never, if I had never come, come to this company, if I had never agreed to be a part of this and, and agreed to be in leadership, I would have never realized how much I had grown. Yeah. And so, you know, you and I may have never come up with that quote. And it's so true because if you can look back and go, Hey, that guy that I was a year ago, if he wouldn't look at me right now and be inspired by that, yeah, I'm not doing something right. Yeah. So, and that was that was fun. That was a really good one that we, you and I, kind of we we got on the same level there, and we went, yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. So, so true. All right, guys. Hey, well, I appreciate you guys as always listening, and we're gonna wrap this up right here. But I just really want to hit you guys on this one. Seriously, you know, so much of our lives are controlled by other people of like what what are we're committed to doing. But if you would just reverse that, if you would just put your personal integrity commitments to yourself first and foremost, and then you can serve your clients, your business, your family, those of the, those of your friends, you can serve them to their best and your best abilities. Like I'm telling you right now, make the decision, make the choice and make the change because you will start living a life on fire. Any last moments or words I should say? Do it. <laughs> just do it. All right, buddy. Love it. All right, guys. Hey, as always, we enjoy it. We will see you guys on the next episode of the JK Experience.